music to fortune what are some wheel songs that you can name jesus take the wheel that's the only one that's the only one on the bus that's the only one i don't know okay anyways (laughs) there's my tangent for today the wheel so danielle what is the wheel today the wheel today is rules for groups Okay. Could, could be rules for not groups. Yeah. But these are the two rules that I have found success in in my groups. When I first started my job and I was still in training, um, I went back and forth on rules. Because, like, sometimes you have groups who, like, need the structure and sometimes right. you don't necessarily. Mm-hmm. But whenever you have a group where you don't set the rules and then they're, like, a crazy group, you can't really go back on anything. Right. It's like laying a foundation. So I learned early on at this job with this particular unit, I'm at an inpatient unit for kids, um, I needed rules. Mm. But I'm not like a big rules person. And music therapy is like one of those groups where you don't like want to, it's just like a certain vibe you do and you don't want. Right. If that makes like sense. Like there's a level of structure you want. And if you set up your structure in the wrong way, it could turn specifically teens and adolescents off from your group exactly they can like just disengage from the very beginning exactly so there's a day at the beginning of my journey in this job where morgan and i were walking in the stairwell and i was i was like what should my groups what what should my rules be because i was walking into a group where i knew some of the kids and i was like crap i need rules but i hadn't like set a standard for myself yeah and so in that moment i came up with two don't overcomplicate it just two rules so i walk into groups i'm like all right and music therapy all right, in music therapy, we only have two rules. Those are safety and respect. Okay. If I have kids in there who've been in there before, what is respect? What is safety? Whatever. But let's say a brand new group of kids. Respect is respect yourself, respect others, respect the music, respect your music therapist. Mm. If they're on a unit, adults, kids, whatever, there's going to be rules already set in place. So respect isn't a new concept. You don't really have to define it. Yeah. But if you do, that's how I, how I frame it. Respect yourself, respect others, respect the music. And that means respecting your music therapist. Don't talk while others are talking, whatever. So like, yes, I have two rules. Like there's like 10 rules within one rule, but. Yeah. It's just one overarching rule that just like reinforces what is already the expectation of the patients, students, clients, whatever. Exactly. My second rule is safety. And I learned this rule the hard way. And the way I set up safety is sometimes music can be really powerful and that means it can be triggering. So if at any point today you feel like the music is um, impacting you in a negative way, let me know or feel free to take a step out from the group. Yeah. It's literally exactly what I say every time. So um, I had a group where I did not set this rule and a patient got extremely triggered and then they didn't know what to do. And sometimes there's point sheets in place and if they leave group, they'll get penalized. I always want to set the precedent that If something comes up, you are allowed to leave. You are allowed to tell me. And there have been times in groups where I've stopped the song that I was playing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And that's what I keep it at. Cool. I feel like these rules, do you feel like they only live in behavioral health? Or how do you feel like they could expand beyond that specific group that you do? I think in any group ever, those two rules apply. Do you think it has to be a group? 
I don't know. Can I give you an example? Please. So just like sitting here thinking about these rules, I'll tell you that sometimes I work with siblings. So I work in the intensive care unit. Sometimes we have siblings come visit or they're in the lobby and a music therapy session is appropriate. So I'm just thinking about specific siblings that are dealing with a lot of complex emotions and experiences because their sibling is in the intensive care unit and they're a kid themselves. And in a hospital, it's hard for a kid to feel safe to play, but also sometimes kids get a little too wild in playing. So I feel like these like safety and respect rules might look a little different because I'm thinking younger ages when I'm talking about this, but I'm also thinking these two rules and kind of setting the parameters for kids before we go back to see their sibling or while we're in the lobby and we're doing like a sibling support session could really be helpful to create kind of like a, a gate or not a gate, a fence that we can live inside of with a door to get out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's always what I like to think of in my mind and I'm thinking of rules or structure at all. Basically, it's just this thing that we all get to live inside of for therapy, but there's always a door. There's always a window. There's a way out if it's mm. needed. I love that. And even thinking within music therapy as a whole, respect and safety are very where music live mm-hmm. and like where rules can live within music therapy. Right. Because we want to be respectful of the music and ourselves within the music, and we want to be safe within the music. So, I mean, that really can apply anywhere in music therapy. Right. In any area, in any age. I mean, in thinking of my time in the psychiatric hospital, I'm thinking of, like, the adolescents I had rules for and the adults with thought disorders that I had rules for, just to basically have grounds to dismiss people if you need to, but also to help them understand what the expectations we have for them are because ideally I mean we're there to do therapy we're there to support them and if they are too unruly or too what have you they're not able to participate in therapy or really experience growth and so those rules are kind of a safety gate to live inside of I already said that but reiterating what I said before and something that I do um so there's a few different kinds of groups I may run in, in my unit and one of those is instrument groups in those groups, I set up those rules and I say from the get-go, there are no warnings in these groups. Nice. These are meant, you know, instrument play is fun and it's very therapeutic and it's great. If you break any one of my rules once, you're gone. Ooh. I'm not always like that in my like lyric-based groups or um, my activity-based groups, but whenever there's instruments involved and it's a th- it can be a threat to safety, yeah. I set the precedent. There are no warnings yeah that physical physical awareness that physical safety is kind of adding another layer when you have instruments so that makes complete sense to me other than that what are your rules for yourself like as far as dismissing people from group Ooh, you know danny i i kind of live in those two rules i've there's been multiple ways that i've set them as a precedent it's been a minute since i've done like an inpatient psych group when it comes to outpatient psych i would say i'm trying to think i mean the respect one I think is probably the one I've dismissed people on the most grounds of but it's more like disrespecting their peers right so like I don't stand for hate in my groups like I want you to have your opinion I want to experience your emotions in a safe way but if your experience is negatively influencing someone else in the space that is not safe to me and so that's kind of like a complexity of the safety rule and of the respect rule that I've definitely had to ask kids to step out because of yeah and you'll see in in some groups a lot of groups limit testing Um, And that's where these rules really come into play because if you give like three strikes, you're out and like they're limit testing, more often than not, they want to be in your music therapy group. So hopefully they'll stop. But I've, I've dismissed plenty of kids in my groups based on just like saying inappropriate things, yeah, being annoying. 
just like completely being dismissive <laughs> of what you're asking of you them know, yeah. I'm, you know i'm not being therapeutic but like sometimes kids are annoying and it's like okay bro i've told you this a billion times get out not really but kind of okay anyways cool. so danny i want to know whenever we go on the website whenever we're looking for this we're going to ntptpod.com mm-hmm. and we are looking at the wheel yeah what are we going to see what exactly are we getting in our hands so this is one of your two free um handouts that i have on the website awesome and all it is is rules that's all it's gonna say. So Sweet. it's gonna it's have the rules and then any explanation on kind of what we've been talking about yeah. today. So it'll it'll really go into depth on what we've talked about today. Um, uh, it'll have a visual for something maybe you can even print out for your groups, and then just something for you to read through and, and body before you run your groups. Awesome. Yeah. Now, guys, we would be so curious to hear what rules would you add to this list? Yeah. Are two enough for you in your time and season as a music therapist, either as a student, professional, what have you? What have you found successful? What has helped to set structure in your groups or helped your kids to be more successful, your adults be more successful, just your clients and patients in general? Danny and I are all for growing and we really want to hear from you. So let us know what works for you. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.